What's his name? Aiden English. Aiden English sucks balls. No, he does. Oh, no. Aiden English is pretty cool. He was uh, able to help WWE sell some t-shirts for Rusev Day. Yeah, that's a terrible person. (laughs) Aiden English was a part of the Vaude Villains, which was a great concept that they didn't didn't utilize properly. Someone's looking at their Wikipedia. I I know (laughs) Aiden English. I was a fan of him and the other guy. I don't ever remember the other guy's name, which is sad to say. Uh, Yeah, that other guy shall not be named. He's like the Voldemort. Here we are, guys. Thank you for coming in to our show once again and hitting that play button. If this is your first time, we appreciate you doing it by recommendation or seeing our cool logo somewhere or uh, however you found our show. We really appreciate you being here. I came up Uh, with that logo, by the way. um, In your dreams. (laughs) Uh, But no, we came together on the logo and, uh, you know, maybe you you can see the logo on the screen. Whoa, whoa, whoa. That sounds a little vulgar. Uh, You got to reword that. We didn't come together on the logo. What the fuck? (laughs) Dirty mind, you. He put it together because he's a graphic designer. Uh, <laughs> no, what you actually. He's ha- like, we put it together. We came together. On the I ain't logo. saying anything like that. You're using your pedophile voice over there. I'm not saying that. No, I was saying, it's. I'm saying like uh, Michael Jackson, come together. Uh, oh, right God. You now. with the come, come stuff. What's up with you today? Jesus Christ. Let's <laughs> jump right, into let's it. Let's jump into the news. Oh, my God. All right. So uh, at uh, the top of our story today, we have some big uh Things we're going to talk about, mostly from uh, in the movie news, uh, some new trailers have dropped. We've got some, uh, we're going to talk about the season three uh, trailer teasers for season three of uh, Daredevil uh, dropping on Netflix on October 19th. Uh, We're going to talk about WWE Super Showdown. We're going to talk about our predictions. And uh, we're also going to bring up uh, a little bit of our, our review of the new Dark Phoenix trailer coming from Fox. Uh, Don't forget about Hellfest. Well, well, yeah, we'll get into Hellfest, of course. Um, but those are the top stories. So where do you want to start, sir? You want to jump into comics? Let's jump on into comics. All right, so we're going to spin around the uh, comic rack and uh, make some recommendations and uh, also let you know about some upcoming comics that are coming out that we definitely recommend you read. Uh, so the first one has already been out, uh, which is The Return of Wolverine, which I give it a solid 8 out of 10. Oh, um, we got to give it a rating? Yeah, you got to give it a uh, 7 out of 10. I don't want the nerd universe to hate me. Uh, well, first and foremost, they don't like to be called the nerd right, universe. Let me, let me just say that I haven't read the other. I haven't read Wolverine Ooh. in a while other than uh, Death of Wolverine. Go so fuck for yourself. Me, I read this book and wasn't really anything special to me. And because you read it, you, you didn't. <laughs> the artwork's okay. Wow. <laughs> the story is like, and the story feels like I've heard this before. Wow. It's like an old Madonna song. I heard it all before. Hey, Charles Soul, just so you know, when you see Ronnie uh, in the face, you are able to ball up your fist and punch him directly in the face for insulting your beautiful I'm work. not insulting it. It's just, uh, it's okay. So what did you find that was just okay about it? Uh, nothing. I mean, it's like Wolverine, and wait, he he doesn't know who he is at first. Am I right? I'm trying to recall the book. Yeah, he doesn't know who he is, and everybody keeps telling him, "You're the Wolverine, and you did this," and they're reminding him of all of this <laughs> stuff. And then it has the corniest cliche ending of him like taking the fight to the man or something. I'm like, <laughs> how many times have you seen that in a comic book? I'm like, that's like nothing new. It's like okay, I guess. 
Well, again, they're, they're, they did. I will say the reason I gave it an 8 is simply because it pulled on the cheese. But I do recommend you go out and check it out. It's penciled by famous uh, Steve McNiven. Uh, cover art is also by Steve McNiven, one of the many covers. Which I still love you, Mr. McNiven. I just wasn't really a fan of the artwork in this particular book. Oh, you're not going to apologize for soul? <laughs> huh? He's the one that poured his heart and soul into this book. Wait, is his last last name pronounced Soul? Just or as I'm Soleil? saying, one of Soleil. Those. Soleil. Soleil. That we might have be. to check that at some point. We actually we actually did get a chance to meet him, or I got a chance to meet him a few weeks ago at a signing in Midtown Comics. Uh, there's going to be some footage coming up on our Tumblr page. You can check out uh, uh, Tumblr.com/slash Ronnie Markell. Um, you can go over to Tumblr and check us out, and you're going to see uh, that rev- that some of those little fun little videos that we had over there popping up there and Instagram coming up. That, so. That's kind of funny. If I'd have went to that sign, and I probably have been like, "Hey, how you doing? Can I get my money back from uh, <laughs> this particular <laughs> issue? I mean, like four bucks. I could have got like a." a Make chicken or something. Hey, Charles Soleil, um, I would still love to have you as a guest, even if Ronnie oh, doesn't. Oh, I would love want to have you as a guest. I love you as a writer, but I just wasn't that fond of this particular book. I get it. it. I feel like it's going somewhere. Maybe I, I had to read all the other ones first to see to get the full effect. I guess. But I'll say my last thing, and we'll, we'll move on to another recommendation. Is I really personally don't like when a. Uh, series expects you to read all of the other books in order for you to understand the main storyline like there's another oh, you mean like everything that comes out in com- well not everything but well, no. majority of stuff that comes out in comics yeah that is you do have to read like 18 other stories to know what's going on in one story i think this is something i think what you're talking about is something that uh the dc uh, cinematic universe has been missing called continuity uh oh. anyway oh i just want to take that quick sniper jab. rifles coming for you wait what's this red dot on my chest <laughs> <laughs> Uh, so that that actually brings segues right over into another uh, book that's coming out very soon uh, in October, Spider Geddon. So we've got a lot of books called uh, Edge of the Spider Verse and moving into that. Love that play uh, of words. Yeah, Spider Geddon. Spider Geddon. Isn't this one gonna have like every incarnation of Spider Man in it? Uh, it's a it's a very big story. Spider Man. I, I have the uh, little mini plot here, so I'll go ahead and read that real quick. So Spider Man is listening to J. Jonah Jameson podcast called Just the Facts, uh, where he talks about mayor norman osborne resigning a power struggle to replace kingpin uh nazis made of bees and a claim that this is all spider-man's fault spider-man contacts his mary jane watson who states that the criminal is tearing up a bank in the financial district and and has a spider symbol on on him he arrives in the financial district and discovers that tarantula is responsible uh for anyone who doesn't remember tarantula is one of his uh big foes he uh has been redone many times but still a terrible marvel villain um <laughs> spider-man defeats tarantula with a web bomb just then spider-man is visited by superior spider-man of earth 616 who tries to get him to hear him out tarantula gets a gets a uh, gets free as Superior Spider-Man gets away and a web bomb enables Tarantula to get away. As Superior Spider-Man is using the dissolving solution in his arms, the two of them get into a, get to a place privately. And Spider-Man of this Earth, one, uh, this particular Earth, 1048, hears about the Inheritors and reveals that he is Doc, Dr. Octopus. 
I am so, Doc Ock. Basically, in this storyline, what's happening is there's these things called, there's these people called the Inheritors that are coming after all of the uh, Spider-Men of these many different universes, and they have to work together to be able to stop them. That's uh, kind of the gist. Are they going to come after Spider-Pig, too? I'm not talking about Spider-Ham. I'm talking about Spider-Pig from the Simpsons movie. Uh, He's he, going to have to save them. Oh, look, I just came up with another storyline. That's a terrible storyline. <laughs> uh, Matt Groening Homer, wants his paycheck. Homer is going to have to call upon Spider-Pig, and then Spider-Pig is going to don the costume. Dun, dun, dun. He's going to save everybody. I would That's love why to see Spider-Geddon. that. Spider-Geddon. Spider-Geddon dropping this moment. Uh, <laughs> you had a book recommendation, which was um, something about dying. My recommendation was Die, Die, Die. A surprise wow, project. A, a surprise project that just dropped that uh, Robert Kirkman and his crew just dropped on us like bars. Like Eminem dropped Kamikaze. Robert Kirkman dropped this new project a little while ago called Die, 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 which is a book he did with uh, Scott, Scott Gimple. Uh, and Chris Burnham and Nathan Fairbarn. Now, Scott Gimble, by the way, is also a writer, producer, and showrunner for The Walking Dead. So it's somebody that Robert Kirkman was already also familiar with, but Scott Gimble was actually trying to get into the, uh, the comic book realm, and he was trying to see where he could get in, and then him and Robert Kirkman kind of came up with this idea, and ta-da, here it is. Die, Die, Die basically is the story of three brothers who are assassins for a program, uh, a secret program for the United States government. What happens is one of them are out in the field to do complete a job, and he gets kidnapped by some bad guys. So then another, his twin brother and another guy known as Nate, who you will later learn loves blowing things up, uh, they basically get assigned by uh, this senator lady to go looking for this missing guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I, without giving too much away, because there's so much stuff that goes on in this story, and so many people get killed, hence the title, Die, Die, Die. But I would definitely recommend this book. If you like gore, death, action, violence, then you will love this book. I agree. I And this is uh, being produced uh, by Image Comics, by Robert Kirkman and Scott Gimple. Oh, yeah, Gimple. I forgot to mention that in Image Comics. Uh, and all the, aw- the awesome artists is very... Uh, Gruesome artwork here. Uh, Chris Burnham. Oh, yeah. And, and he's uh, also doing Nathan's. Batman Incorporated with uh, Grant Morrison. Yes. Uh, and uh, also go check out uh, on Comicsverse. There's actually a really amazing uh, article that's coming up, an interview uh, between uh, somebody you may know. I won't mention, but uh, that somebody actually got a chance to uh, talk with this guy and pick his brain about this new series. So definitely go check that out on Comicsverse coming soon. Uh with that said, let's see. Did I have any other recommendations? Now we're going to jump right into some of the bigger things, some of the things you want to hear about. So actually, we're going to take a, a little uh, sideways here, and we're going to jump into WWE. Oh, we're going to jump Super into wrestling showdown. first. We're going to jump into the wrestling and some of our predictions for some of the matches that are coming up. Uh, so uh, also to shake things up a little bit, because, you know, Vince McMahon loves shaking things up, and so do we. Especially women that aren't his wife. Oh, so, no, I'm just damn. kidding. I'm just kidding. Just kidding. Solid burn. Uh, so we're going to actually talk about some of the top matches, and we'll lead that down into the beginning of the show. So we'll go uh, from the matches that everyone is looking to see uh, all the way down to the ones that eh, you might, you know, you might be able to go and take a, you know, nice cigarette I, or I, I uh, might, uh, a drink I might break. Have, I might have to start break. myself a uh, hashtag where's Zack Ryder 
uh, hashtag. Hey, like, we can start that. Hashtag, where's Zack Ryder? Why does this guy not get a lot of shine? I don't know why people think I'm not obsessed with Zack Ryder. I'm just like, I just think he's like definitely a guy who's been in the WWE for a very long time who they've never utilized. I will say just because you have perfect attendance doesn't mean you should be the champion. Yes, but, you know, it, it does make sense if I work here that sooner or later I actually get some spotlight put on me. If you're a basic employee, Zach, Zach then you don't make it. Zack Ryder has definitely been in the WWE at least 10 years. What has he proven? He hasn't gotten a chance to prove anything. Well, how many matches does he get? That's When's his, the last time? All right, let me that's ask his you, own fault. I'll ask you this question. When's the last time you've seen Zack Ryder on WWE wrestling? When whether he, whether you, it be a pay-per-view... Whether it be a pay-per-view, whether it be Monday Night Raw, SmackDown, or even a commercial. When he won the Intercontinental title, which was an amazing moment. Okay, and how long ago was that? Like two years ago? <clears throat> we will not mention how long that was. Wait, wait, this is how, and this, and then we'll move on from this. But it has been so long that The Miz has a television show, had a baby, and is in a whole, <laughs> and, it, and it's like s- several storylines later. Okay, I, I will say that that is very true. I didn't even. So think we know that. it's been more than nine months. <laughs> <laughs> yes, it has been very a very long time. Uh, with that said, let's jump right into uh, the, the Super, the Super Showdown card. So starting right at the top, the, the uh, we we actually before we, before we jump into that, uh, uh, we went on a little road trip uh, these past couple of days. It's us now. Sunday as we record the show, you're going to hear this uh, tomorrow when it drops, uh, or you're listening to it right now and it's Monday, so we are in the f- we're in the past. Woo! Um, so we actually went all the way down to Maryland to meet the Big Red sh- Machine. The Kane. yes, I was I was going to do some more uh, build up uh, to him. You were just like <laughs> Kane. I'm like, like damn it, what Kane. the hell? No, it's all good. Kane, uh, the devil's favorite demon, Kane. We were able to go down and meet up with him. I uh, didn't get a chance to do an interview, but we did meet him, take a picture with him, have a great conversation. Uh, pictures are up and available on our Instagram, and some of the videos are there as well. If you do follow us, and you already know about this. I also got him to autograph my wonderful Funko Pop Ooh, of him, great. which is awesome. Uh, but coming up uh, on that, that is actually a little small segue into our first match, which is Triple H versus The Undertaker with uh, Michaels. Shawn Michaels. Shawn Michaels. And um, Kane, the Big Red Machine, being a part of this match. I guess they're kind of... They're just basically in their corners. They're in their I corners. I'm like, they're not in their corners for nothing, though. I mean, the fact that they're going to be there says they're going to at some point try to interfere in the match. So what's your prediction for this? Is Triple H going to uh, take a dive, or is he going to do just like he I'm always gonna does? I'm going to say that Triple H is going to take a dive just because the Undertaker don't need no more losses. Roman mm. Reigns. Well, actually, I don't know. Taker could lose this one because it's not WrestleMania. And the fact that they keep reporting this as the last time that these guys will ever fight. Yeah. Well, actually, you got to you gotta read into that a little more. They don't say that the, 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 it's the last time that they're going to fight. It says the Undertaker and Triple H are battling for the last time ever in Melbourne, Australia. Which, which, you see how, oh, see how see. they yeah. don't like. I'd so it doesn't say that these guys won't ever fight again, period. So there is a possibility that Triple H could pull out the big upset and beat Taker here. Being that he's the the boss, so to speak, now. Who says that he wants to lose again to the dead man? 
I don't think he does, and I think that this match is just a simple setup for Undertaker, Shawn Michaels 3, which I'm looking forward to. Nah, I think that this I is going to... I don't think that... I mean, that's one thing that Shawn Michaels said a few weeks ago on Monday Night Raw, is that when he said he was retiring, he meant that he was staying retired. He's I don't kept, believe it. He's kept for that for years. So you're going for uh, Triple H or Undertaker? Triple H. is my favorite wrestler of all time. I can't go with The Undertaker. I'm going to go with Plus The Undertaker. Plus, you let yourself lose to Roman Reigns, dude. Wow. Well, you're never going to let him live that down. <laughs> no. huh? Well, it's Roman Reigns' fault, so. It's Just actually Vince's fault for trying to sell this guy. Just like I would never let, uh, I love Brett the Hitman Hart, but I'll never let Brett live the fact that he slammed that cage door in the Undertaker's face. Of course, how many, many, many like, years ago. Like, how many years later is it? And I still remember that. <laughs> well, I will say uh, that is going to be a nice Sh- a showdown between those two. The Cerebral Assassin and the Dead Man are going to uh, lock it up. So Melbourne, Australia, you are going to get an amazing show uh, there. Because those are some old school veterans who are going to give you your money's worth. Speaking of people who are not going to give you your money's worth, uh, at least in my opinion, the Shield versus Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler and McIntyre, wow. they're going to show up and give you a match that could have been seen on Monday Night Raw. Uh, I was building up to it. Uh. You know what's sad? And this is me getting off on a Roman Reigns rant just a little bit. So just get prepared for it. Or you can hit skip. I'm not sure. But uh, I feel really sad that they have to try to make Roman Reigns with the title relevant by putting him with the shield. <laughs> yes. Yeah. By, so by yourself, no one wants to see that. Why is this Super Showdown not a fight between him and... Defending Brown, his time, giving Braun Strowman a rematch that got interrupted by. Honestly, Brock I don't want to see a rematch because he made we made them fight before for like nine times before either one of them had a title. Then made Braun Strowman like well, waste his money in the bank I and mean, hell himself. Well, if it's one thing that they're good at is putting Roman Reigns in the same match again, so why not? <sighs> Was it? I don't know. I mean, he could afford hell. Drew McIntyre. It was something new. I don't know, but well, okay. Well, we're going to watch that match. Who are you going for, The Shield or Braun Strowman? Uh, I say The Shield just because it's the same old thing. I think it's going to be Braun Strowman and Dolph Ziggler just because uh, of the bad guys. They're going to – I'll go ahead and say this. I'm, I'm only giving off my frustration of Roman Reigns, and I'm blaming it on The Shield because the other two guys are fine. I feel like this match is going to be fine because there's a bunch of other people in the ring to carry Roman Reigns, um, and – I honestly think that Braun Strowman and, and, and Dolph Ziggler are going to win just because they're now trying to sell Braun Strowman as a heel again. So it need, they, the heels need to keep winning. Kind of like The Miz and Daniel Bryan, The Miz keeps winning because they got to keep you know the fire going with the heel plus winning. He's, plus he's just a good wrestler. So, you know, the, Miz is, the Miz is okay. He's not awesome. He's just meh. Not wow. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> if he was here, he'd say, Really? Really, really? Michael? Really? You're going to tell me I'm not awesome? And he would completely destroy me because he is excellent on the mic. He's also very tall. He's taller than both of us. So, uh, Listen, I'm not afraid. I don't know if you've ever met him in, in person. But I have not, but I never the real, opportunity. I never realized he was so tall. When I met him in person, I realized that he was taller than me. And I'm 6'1", so well, 6'2", so I'm like... Uh, 
But that said, uh, talk about other matches that are going on. Oh, the, the speaking of another match no one wants to see again, AJ Styles versus Samoa Lowe. I mean, uh, Samoa J- uh, Lame. I, uh, thing, I mean, Samoa Joe. I, I can't get his name right. I think the thing is people have to fight AJ Styles like four times before they like end the storyline. Is the that right? The only thing that I, I feel like I give Samoa Joe credit for now is Wendy. Or showing up at his house. Up. No, I just just that line is just hilarious when Samoa Joe says it. Oh, Wendy. Wendy. That shit could be a meme. <laughs> I just, I hope that we finally can put this match to bed and that Samojo loses again so that AJ Styles can fight. Can If he does lose the title, he can you, at least lose it to somebody who's like more relevant to me. Can we give AJ Styles a break? Because he's been carrying the SmackDown brand for the last like t- three years. So can we give him a break? <laughs> just let him u- lose to Samoa Joe and let Samoa nah, Joe fight somebody not else. Samoa Joe. Let him go spend like, time with Wendy. Samoa Joe is not a main event wrestler. Yep. Uh, yeah, I said it. Uh, wow. <laughs> Considering he carried other brands other than WWE on his back, yeah, but okay, he, yeah, whatever. Yeah, he carried TNA. TNA. Yeah. That's not really. That doesn't really say much. TNA is a good show. It yeah, is. Yeah, it's so good that most of those wrestlers in the WWE right now. But they were in WWE before. A lot of a lot of them were in other places. Yeah, they before. went over there because TNA offered them a bunch of money because Jeff, Jeff Jarrett hated Vince McMahon and wanted to steal his wrestlers, but it didn't work because they wanted to come right back. They didn't build a good. Quality yeah, product. I said it. I'll say it again. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I don't totally agree with that. That could be for some people, and I think some of those people are still there or have no career at all. Um, I think, you know, some of those other wrestlings like, oh, I don't know, New Japan Pro Wrestling is doing fucking fantastic yeah, with those people that are not in WWE. doing great, but let's, let's – uh, it's like a horror movie. Sooner or later, the WWE is going to get you. <laughs> Sooner I, or later, they get you. No. Oh, wait. Or are we or are we currently talking about AJ Styles, who the WWE has been trying to get for years, and they finally got him? Well, <laughs> all I say is just treat your wrestler. If you if you're another brand besides WWE, lesson of the day is, uh, and we'll jump back into the predictions. Here, here's why Samoa Joe doesn't really matter. If Samoa Joe quit tomorrow, does that matter in the WWE? As as they as they say uh, in movies, we'll weep for him in the press. There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Well, I'm going for Samoa Joe. You're I'm going for AJ Styles, just because. And I guess I'll, I'll skip these other ones and segue. I want AJ Styles to win, just because I want AJ Styles to fight either Daniel Bryan versus The Miz, which is another match at the Super Showdown. Daniel Bryan is fighting The Miz again in a rematch, but stipulation this time is the winner of this match gets a WWE title shot. So what you're basically saying is that they're currently building up the crown jewel show that's coming up in November by uh, <laughs> like having some new person fight either AJ Styles or Samojo. In that case, if one of them were going to fight Daniel Bryan or The Miz, I would prefer it to be AJ Styles just because I think that he would be able to hold on to and carry The Miz if he cheated and won. If it was Daniel Bryan, I think that Daniel Bryan could easily have that, a great show that, with either one of them. Have a, yeah, that, they would bring the house down, Daniel Bryan versus AJ Styles. But I just don't see Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe. Samoa Joe with Daniel Bryan or Samoa Joe with The Miz. You like, said you want to see something I, new, but you I, don't want I, to see I, The Miz I, and Samoa Joe. I'd rather see The Miz fight AJ Styles. I've never seen The Miz fight AJ Styles before. And, I'm a, yes, they've fought in other wrestling. They haven't fought in... Uh, in the WWE? Wait, AJ Styles and Samoa Joe, you said? No, in The Miz. 
Oh no! Of I've course they don't cross them. paths. No. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. The Samojo came, and it would make total sense because the Miz is a bad guy, and AJ Styles is a good guy. Two bad guys. Because if you have Daniel Bryan and AJ Styles, you're gonna have two go- two good guys who are gonna measure penises of who can beat who, and it's like that that could still work. Still works. But I'm, I like I, we said this a few episodes ago that I wanted the Miz to be back in the title picture. What I okay. and we know that if the Miz became champion, that he definitely could carry the show. Here, my for that match, and then we'll move on to uh, the other one. I think that here's my two because I'm always thinking, where does this go from here? My predictions for both of those matches are one or two scenarios, either. Daniel Bryan wins and AJ Styles win and we have AJ Styles switch and become the 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 uh, heel in this cuz he's a very good heel. He can become the heel in this particular situation. Or you have something new which is Samoa Joe and one of the other two. I don't care which one he fights. I, I'd say it's a this. new fight. If we have if if the Miz goes on and wins and he fights and beats AJ Styles, this will be yet another accomplishment he can hang over the head of Daniel Bryan. Hence, con- continuing their story, and then we could have this road lead us to, to WrestleMania. And we could have this road lead us to WrestleMania. I really don't want to see him beat the Daniel Bryan. And I'll tell you this: having Daniel Bryan win the big one at WrestleMania would only be awesomely significant because at one point, awesomely. Uh, yeah, awesomely significant. Only because this is something that Daniel Bryan thought he was never going to get a chance to do again. So it makes so much sense for this guy to win the WWE title, to accomplish something that he that his doctors told him that he probably wasn't going to be able to do again, and to do it and to give him that honor. Like if I was writing these scripts for this match, to have him win the big one at WrestleMania, that's just like it's not it's not. No, the cli- story writes itself. For, I get for it. him, it's not cliche. It's like ah, finally he's champion again because he has been champion before. And then Samoa Joe runs out there and yeah, chokes and his then ass you, and then, Okay, and then if you want to do that, that's fine. But you know, but I just I don't know. So Samoa you're Joe telling me like, you want Daniel Bryan to carry the SmackDown brand? Yeah, eventually. But I'd like the Miz to have his little fun and have and be champion right now in the near future. So you want bad guys <laughs> to have the It's funny titles. because I like. Well, let's fi- let's face it. Bad guys bring. Bad guys make the title relevant. They make good the heat. guys just hold on to titles. Hence Roman Reigns. There's no story. When Unless Ni- you're John when, Cena. When Nia Jax had the title. Well, that was a wait, problem because they like, tried to make her into a, a baby face, and you can't make someone that but, big. But, but still, all right. Nia Jax is the champion. That was Nothing not her really, fault. That and Alexa Bliss was champion. She came out there. She defended the title. You know, she made it relevant. She told people, you know, you. She was basically like the women want to be me, and you know, like you, 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 you know, you make it. It's interesting. They, t- they I'm talk. The, I'm really the princess, well. like the Miz, and the Miz is the champion. I know Vince McMahon. De- Why do you think he's so many times Intercontinental Champion? But wait, can he hold it down? Be having a, having a one year old, you know, having I, a one year old having a TV show, and he's the champion. Wait. I mean, that's I, a lot I, of acolytes. I'm saying but that's, like, that's, real- that's what has made The Miz a like a wrestler that people love and hate, his accolades. The fact that he gets so much, like, he has so much statures on his resume, 
and he brags about them. And and at the end of the day, there's nothing you can do about half of them because they're true. But he's his character works because he's that asshole. He's that asshole that went to Harvard and got his PhD and wants to rub it in your face because you never even went to community college. Because he's and he wants to know you, let you know, remind you in case you forgot. Hey, you didn't do half of the stuff I did. He's that kind of person. <laughs> yeah, he's that kind of asshole, and that, and that's why it's worked for him. Look at the longevity of his career. He's had. So a, you're going for the Miz in this uh, Daniel. Bryan oh versus. yeah, Daniel Bryan and the Miz. That, I feel like it's a no-brainer that Daniel, that uh, Miz is probably going to win. How do you feel about John Cena making his appearance here with Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias? I'm gonna tell you right here, right now. Still, still sticking to titles is I don't know how Bobby Lashley. Went from fighting Roman Reigns and possibly getting the Universal title shot to ending up in a fucking tag team match with John Cena against Kevin Owens and Elias. Okay, can, can I can I get a shot at trying to answer that question for you? Yep. Here's my here's my feeling about this. I feel like when it comes to these guys going out there and giving a performance, it's almost like they send them out there to the ring with a thermometer, and the heat that comes to that thermometer comes from the fans. And if they go out there and Vince and, and, and the guys in the back are looking at that thermometer and that shit ain't moving to a point that says money, 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 they're going to they're gonna be pushed back and some bullshit is going to happen to well, make that thermometer go up. Now, with, with it's the I, same I, thing. I'm going to just call a little small bit of bullshit on that where, like, Asuka was red hot and then they threw her into a freezer. No, but... I, I'm glad you brought that up because that was going to be the, the, the analogy that I was going to use for this. Oscar was red hot with the whole who's going to stop Oscar when she got that oh, was no, she, in, no not even just like who's going to stop her. She was a really good wrestler to be. Who's ready with. for Oscar? Right? She, like she's a real. She was a not on like. I, we all know that it's not about I, being a really good Oscar's wrestler. Wrestling, let's, let's uh, face no. it. Oscar's rest, re, uh, record wasn't the only thing important to me. Like. Oscar came out and she had her own style. She had cool theme music, and she's a really good performer in the ring. She's another one that has a lot of the I call them AJ Styles qualities. But WWE, as they often sometimes do, they said, "Oh, that's cool, man. Oh man, Oscar's doing all this stuff. Okay, let's uh, all right. So what should we do? Should we put Oscar in the main event against Ronda Rousey?" Oh, no, I got an even better idea. We'll shelf Oscar for the next six months, and we'll have Alicia Fox slap Elias. And you're and the fans are watching this and going, what? No, no, I agree with that. I, what, I, what, I'm, what I'm saying, though, is with her, what you, what you may have missed or some, some fans may have missed in the ring is I remember back to call it back to WrestleMania. She got in the ring with a seasoned, a seasoned veteran who's in this pay-per-view as well and is up for the you know Women's SmackDown Championship again, Charlotte Flair. She got into the ring with her, the top show, top of the card. Her father's uh, Ric Flair. That's why she's in the top of the cards. I'm not talking about that. Let me finish. <laughs> what I'm saying is, is that when we watch that match, and if we put a thermometer on her during that match, when we looked at the mistakes that she made in that match and the temperature of the people in that arena when they looked at her, 
they thought to themselves, we need somebody. The same thing you said about the Miz. If the Miz wins the title, we'll all accept it because he's an asshole. But he also has the heat that is going to make us come back each week and and pay that ten ninety nine a month, the nine ninety nine a month. But Oscar did that her entire career on okay. NXT. Okay, listen to what I'm saying to you. You could be the hottest person in NCAA, but when you get to NBA and you're not that, that is, hot. That is not that is bullshit. Because am, the w, one thing that WWE does a lot is not utilize people. They they set them up. It's like uh, an alley oop in basketball. Sometimes the WWE sets you up, and then when you jump up to put the ball in the hoop, they're nowhere to be found. And that's an Oscar. And Zack Ryder and a couple other people are great examples of that. I don't agree with that. I, they, what I, what you, I saw, when you think they're going to go right, they go left. What I saw with her is the fact that they felt that who's ready for Asuka? WWE was not ready for her to become to hold on to that title. They weren't ready for her to do that. So they gave her... It was almost like... And, and, and I can be completely wrong. But it seems like that match was kind of the test of like... Can she hold on to this title? Like, can she hold on to this title and make it relevant? At this point in time, that's not the case. The same thing they're doing with, like, a bunch of other people where they kind of make you come over. Like, you could come from NXT with the highest accolades and retire the title like she did. But when you come to WWE, it's kind of a whole new ball game there. You got to start over again, and you have to kind of make your way and you make mean the like fans Ron, like love Ronda you Rousey. Here. Yeah, she has to start. She's getting yeah, <laughs> Ronda exactly. Rousey. Exactly. No, that, Ronda that's Rousey, my point of that's that's bullshit. It just Ronda depends. Rousey did not have to do the same thing that they did. She was there for like four months, and she's the champion. They are using her to build the Asuka brand. Asuka has been in WWE period for more than three years. She's not been in WWE for three years. She is not. You should look that up. She's not been in there for three years. She hasn't been there for more no, than three years. No, she hasn't years. been there for more than three years. Okay. All right. While you so, continue, I'm going to look that so up. So what, what, the, the, the point that I'm making is the fact that she is not – she is not is a dope wrestler and has all the moves that you're saying, and I like her. I would love to see her to go for the title. Now – the bullshit that they did with her with, like, Carmella, I didn't appreciate that. I didn't think that she deserved that kind of thing, that kind of storyline. But at the same time, I'm like, they realize we're trying to build it, build this girl up and make the winning the women's title more significant than she just got off a hot streak in NXT. She beat the shit out of everybody else uh, she actually, fought in between um, here. Actually, I'm wrong about her and her wrestling career in general. She's been a wrestler since 2004. I understand but, that, but uh, I'm talking about in the WWE, not NXT, the WWE. 2015. Okay. She's been she's been in WWE for since August 2015. of 2015. Okay. Now, last time I checked my math, that's okay. three she, three years. All right, I think correct. It's totally four, fine. Versus, I knew it was about that because Alexa Bliss hasn't been there that many times either. I mean, that long okay. either. But versus Ronda Rousey. Who's been there like There's since no point like, in even bringing Ronda Rousey into this conversation. We all know what Ronda Rousey is. We all know we all know what that is. Why not, are we why are we making a, a comparison? It's not a different vehicle. It's it's the bullshit that I'm trying to all point right. out to you within the WWE sometimes. I get it. We're not gonna sit here and like just like bash WWE in that no, sense and just not. go, uh you guys You're ignore you're you're ignoring the fact that that's that's what I mean happens a lot in WWE though. That's not what I'm saying. I what what I'm what I'm clearly saying is yes, there are some there are tons there are at least seven out of and ten I, and i think bobby lashley is another one it's like 
You brought him back. Everybody went crazy. But a lot of times, this is what WWE does a lot, and you know this is... When we, that time we went to New York, I forget, was it five points? You were walking around with the title belt. We met more than 10 people that were like, yeah, I wanted Braun Strowman to win the title. And they bigged him up and they bigged him up, but they did not let him win the big I understand it's like that cases. They, there's a lot of times where they utilize and utilize. And then, up, like Daniel Bryan, when they get injured, it's like, oh man, now it's too late. It's I like, am agreeing you wasted with him. you to an extent. And here's, this is what I'm saying to you is that I think. Is is the fact that they actually look at they look at like sales numbers, how their fans react to them, and all of those different things. Sometimes they make a horrible decision, which is like build this person up and then just let us down and then don't do anything from it. They do make that 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 uh, uh, case. When we talk specifically about Bobby Lashley, I don't think that they made that case for the simple fact that Bobby Lashley, when he comes out there, does not have the pop. Of any kind, even like Roman Reigns does. Like, even though I don't like Roman Reigns, even though he's currently the champion, even though he's a champion, <laughs> his pop is not of, che- of yes. But you have to remember if the <laughs> fact that it's and, and I remember what Russell said this a long time ago. Uh, the fact that the fans have some type of emotion about you when you come out there. Let's 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 take somebody who when they walk out there nobody gives a shit. Like there are some people that walk out there. Uh, Ellsworth. Yeah, we we walk out there and even Ellsworth is getting something. Like I mean, everyone if, has if something. You are if you in, had a Bobby Lashley signing right now, there'd be hundreds of people still in line. But if it him. was a Roman Reigns one, it would be. You probably a, have the same amount of people. You're gonna sit here and tell me Roman Reigns is gonna have the same amount of people. I, as- I would bet that when it comes to meet and greets, D'Lo Brown would have a lot of people because you don't know how many fans right. out there. You're gonna sit here and tell me yeah, why, why was Bobby Lashley not? Why did Why did Bobby Lashley not have a signing for? The- he did have a signing at the last event. He had signings with Charlotte Flair. So wait, he was he had a, sh- a, sh- a signing now, with Charlotte now, Flair. Now you're gonna say, oh, because of Charlotte Flair? No, because they do- they double up people. It's not all what the I'm time. saying at all. What I'm saying is the fact that. No, they, they were in the same vicinity, but you could get your picture with Charlotte Flair or him or both. They they did the joint thing like they're doing it is that, very like clear. they're doing that New York Comic Con with Finn Bailey and Sasha. We're gonna agree to disagree on this. I feel like Bobby Lashley didn't hasn't proven hasn't proven himself. He he to, did, he needs to fight some more. Uh, tr- I, I still remember, and I know wrestling fans remember this. He he he. This this same conversation we're having, they they had a storyline with him and Roman Reigns where they were saying the exact same stuff. And Roman Reigns was saying to Bobby Lashley, you're just not it yet. You don't have it. You're not there. And then Bobby Lashley said, I'll prove it to you and the world. And he challenged Roman Reigns to a match at the last pay-per-view. Went to the pay-per-view, beat Roman Reigns, and then the next night on Raw, they announced a, a tournament for I, the person. And then Bobby Lashley had to fight like... Three other people in You're missing my and point. Like, Dude. I understand what actually happened there. We talked about this on the show already, so we don't need to beat a dead horse there. What I'm saying is what with Asuka and Bobby Lashley, specifically those two, I think that when they came, when they decided that we felt like they were going to get some kind of push and then they got the floor dropped on them, that the guys in the back looked at it and said that these guys are not going to... 
and they and I'm pretty sure they make they make bad decisions. They let Roman Reigns beat the Undertaker. That was a bad decision. They make bad calls. What I'm saying in that in the, in that is that with Bobby Lashley and Oscar, I don't think that they made a bad call with those two and where they are right now. Even right now, they're in a bunch of bullshit matches right now. <laughs> like Oscar's in a bullshit match that's coming up Naomi. Uh, with Naomi and who do you the, think's uh, gonna win that against? No, the Iconics. I'm oh, sorry, the Iconics. The Iconics. So they're trying. They're clearly trying to do something with them. Naomi and Oscar are clearly way better than the icons. Oh, and then I'm gonna put this one on you because this is one of your current favorite wrestlers. Who is uh, who's Shinsuke fighting for the U.S. title? I don't know what they're doing with Shinsuke at this point. I don't. I don't. I don't. They're making like, him fight on on uh, SmackDown, but and, he and hasn't he, really he has defended. No, and he has no presence at the pay per view unless he has like some current situations like he ain't got a babysitter right now at home so i can't be at the <laughs> that's what i'm saying to you right too. Now. you gotta think about unless that it's something like that i'm like did you not have room on your card for the united states champion like you have that so i would say oscar and naomi i personally feel like they're going to lose because i think the iconics are going to cheat that's the only way I can imagine them beating well, Asuka and Naomi. I think that Asuka and Naomi will win just because the Iconics have been beating Naomi already for the past few weeks on SmackDown. And then they had that stupid junk couple weeks ago where the Iconics beat up uh, Naomi and then Asuka showed up to help her after we haven't seen Asuka for a long time. So they tried to build up this little thing to bring Asuka back that she didn't need, which is Personally, sad. In, my, in this particular situation, if I had it my way, I'd remove Iconics from this fight and have Naomi and Asuka fight. Because we can have a real women's yeah, fight. Uh, it's like fight, a real or point, a women's fight. kind of match. And then there's a Cruiserweight title. No one cares. Okay, so let's move on to New no, Day. No, we still have to mention Cedric Alexander and Buddy Murphy. They uh, okay. deserve the respect of the brand that's still there. That is true. It's a fledgling <laughs> brand right true. now. So who do you think is going to win between the New Day and the, and the bar? That's horrible. Cedric Alexander and, and Buddy Murphy are going to uh, you know fight, and some people are going to care, not necessarily us, but um, <laughs> Cedric Alexander is going to retain the title, I think. Um, and with the New Day in the bar, it is clear to me that the New Day is not going to lose. I don't think they're going to lose. Keep the titles right now. I think they're going to keep the titles simply because uh, the New Day is still a cash cow. I'm just going to oh, yeah. put it out there. So, <laughs> new, new, the bar is dope. It would be great to see. In, in this match, I would agree with that too. Yeah, I don't care who day. wins because I think both of them are dope. But I'm going to go ahead with the New Day just because I think they're a good cash cow. And there's Mr. other man's dancing in the back like oh. Oh, making oh. that money. <laughs> so, uh, wait, John Cena and Bobby Lashley? That was a and then yeah, the no last. That's uh, I'm gonna put that in the same category as Oscar and Naomi. No one cares. Well, wait, you said Oscar, Oscar I, and Naomi. A, this might be the first time like Oscar and Naomi versus the Iconics. No one cares. No one cares who wins that match. And this is the, the first time in the history of like me saying a sentence like this that has John Cena in it. John Cena and Bobby Lashley versus Kevin Owens and Elias. I don't care. All right. Well, I will say that I think that John Cena and Bobby Lashley are clearly going to win because John Cena is there getting a nice check. He's coming back. He's finished crying over uh, what's the name? So uh, I guess he's back now. Uh, <laughs> no, we'll get maybe we'll get a new. <laughs> no, not, maybe not. I don't know. It would be great I don't if know we could be get super it. mean. We can we can. It'd be great if we can get John Cena and Bobby Lashley to fight again. That'd be nice. Yeah, I guess if it's gonna mean something, I'd like to see Bobby Lashley like in the title picture, give him an intercontinental title shot or something. 
Well, that means he got to fight Seth Rollins. If you if you take it all the way back for one second about Bobby Lashley, they never really pushed him in the old days either. The, uh, his claim to fame was like the ECW championship. They never pushed it. Like they just never. He just needed to push. Sorry, Ronnie. Bobby Lashley right. sucks. I can't. He just I can't, needed to push. I can't, he doesn't. I can't say he doesn't suck. Yeah, a lot sucks. of wrestlers. That like, stupid headband. Like, like Dolph Ziggler. Like it is such a pleasure to see Dolph Ziggler back where he belongs, which is in a lot of the main events and having wearing titles. I understand. He, like the last two years, it was like, oh my god, he's like on a losing streak. Oh wait, we so forgot about the Becky Lynch uh, versus Charlotte Flair. Let's Be- Becky Lynch, Charlotte Flair, Becky, because go away, Charlotte. Charlotte Flair needs a break. Uh, Becky Lynch is doing well. Um, I don't I, know I like what's going to happen here, image on her. but I like this bad guy image on her, so she's being pretty cool, and I'd like to continue to see her to do that. Wait, so that's all we... Oh, no. We got one more. We got Ronda Rousey and the Bella Twins against uh, the Oh, Riot okay. Squad. I guess, um, you know, we got to talk about that one. I would cause... like there to be an upset in the Riot Squad to win, and I might be biased because I'm just a fan of Ruby Riot. I like the whole. He just likes I the way like, she looks. I, I like know. the it's, whole. Ugly. I, I like the whole riot squad thing in general. I like the whole punk rock thing, but I think it works. It get like, I think that maybe this might be a push for them. Maybe if they upset and beat the Del- Bella Twins and Ronda Rousey, that it'll be a push for the riot squad. Maybe uh, you know the, one of the Bella Twins doesn't want to kick remember. somebody's head off <laughs> like they did on Raw. Oh, that was an accident. Just remember who when. When when the refs raising their hand, uh, Ruby Riot's hand one day, and she wins the title. Just remember who told you that this chick is definitely gonna be wearing that either the SmackDown or the Raw Women's Championship somewhere Maybe in the future. Maybe if they ever make a Women's Intercontinental Title, she'll have it. Cause yeah, let's just face it, like she's okay. I'm not I'm not gonna sit here and say obviously every you can say that same hand raise about everybody on a Women's SmackDown. Cause that's, there's like no, that's there's not a, true. I'm sorry, I don't, on the, I don't uh, see the, I don't see the iconics. Either one of the iconics went in the women's and title, y- and you'll look a year later, and one of them, which I don't even know their names, one of them could be standing there like nah, the new women's champion. I, like you, you know never what? know. Uh, just like Eminem can say stuff. Just like Eminem can say stuff. I say, yeah, the day that uh, one of the iconics wins the women's title will be the same way that they give Alicia Fox a push. Mm. Well, we shall see. <laughs> yeah, uh, I said it. So, with that said, we're going to go ahead and move on to our next segment here, which is the movie news. we got a couple things movie in movie news. news. Uh, we'll do a little bit of a uh, review and breakdown of uh, Dark, uh, the Dark Phoenix trailer. Uh, but before that, I wanted to just mention really quick, um, there seems to be some delays in movies going on at Fox. I knew we were, you, we were checking about that. What do you... What did you hear about Fox, uh, Fox some of the, the Fox, Fox delays, delays that are going on? Uh, what, is, what was that with um, they're switching titles around? So, like, Dark Phoenix was supposed to come out in February, so now it's Which the poster come, says February. It's going to come out in June now. They're moving, they're shifting stuff around. I think, well, remember that Disney, uh, remember that it was announced that Kevin Feige is, like, now in control of X-Men and the Fantastic Four. So I think, and remember, they did some reshoots and some tweaking. I don't around. think I don't think it has to do with that I, so I, much. I think that I think so. I because think that's why the New Mutants were pushed. So why I is Elite Battle why, Angel being pushed too? That has nothing to do with. Uh, it's on the list of Fox movies that are being uh, moved around. No, no, no. I'm saying I'm talking about for just for like the Marvel stuff. I think that's why they moved that stuff around like that. I think. They're 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 doing their uh, what's that word chronological they're they're moving their stuff around on they're moving their chess pieces on purpose 
to put them, you know. You're saying that you, well, I personally feel like it's part of what you're saying is true. I think that there's an adjustment to what's happening, but continue on. Maybe, what maybe because, maybe because now that Disney is incorporating the X-Men and Fantastic Four into, they're going to be incorporated into the MCU, which was already announced. Perhaps whatever happens, the events that occur by the end of these movies, maybe it will give us some Easter eggs as to, fu- as to the future. For some reason, you and, and many other fans are just dying for them to take these movies right now with the X-Men that don't seem to have the structure well, that no, they no need one's, no one's and dump them into this, this other is the same universe. guy that said what? that uh, about uh, Spider-Man. But no, that's not what I'm saying. I'm saying I eventually, eventually, eventually they'll do that, but that's what I, that's what I think part of their plan is with moving. I never moving said, okay, let me clarify real quick when you make your Spider-Man comment. That's not what I mean. That years, they ago, don't need to, we, years ago, we used to debate about like putting Spider-Man into the MCU, and you used to say it's not time and they're not they don't need to and i'm sorry wait stuff. can you can you say and that a little wait, bit louder so, so you, okay so i can no, repeat what you no, just wait, said i'll continue that further so we they didn't do that and then sony released the andrew garfield films and look where that got us but when they finally incorporated spider-man where he belonged now everyone loves it so going back to the comment that you just said i i you're you're saying it as i was right but it's not what you're saying I clearly said to you, it's not time. It wasn't time because they didn't even make Civil no, War said, yet. They didn't no, do any of the things that they I, did. I'm to not saying that. It. What I'm saying is, so it wasn't, I, I said like they, the timing not, wasn't no, right. No, I said they're not doing a good job. They need to just go ahead and establish this over here. You're like, just bring them in, and I'm like, they don't I even mean, have anything. I didn't mean like just throw them in a movie. I meant like just all right, let's put them over here. The same way, obviously, Kevin Feige thinks that you know what, I can do great one wonders with X Men and with the whole X Men franchise and Fantastic Four. Which I think, like, they've built a, enough of a successful track record that it's like, okay, you told... Wait, where's the backlash on that? It was announced that the president of Disney said that Kevin Feige will be taking over the reins for uh, all the X-Men stuff that's going overseeing. on. Overseeing the X-Men and the Fantastic Four stuff. I barely see any backlash on that because... Why? Because it's the trust, it's the trust factor. I am not saying that. Let me, let me finish what I'm saying. What I'm saying to you is that, yes, okay, back to the news that we're talking about here. Fox did shuffle some things around for in terms of dates, which includes the X-Men, Gambit, and uh, uh, Deadpool, an untitled Deadpool project, um, and along with the Deadpool PG-13 uh, uh, 2. We'll talk about that in a second. So I agree with you that because they've put Kevin Feige in charge of overseeing those franchises, that there's been some adjustments. What I don't agree with is that because of these adjustments, it automatically means that now what you see, what you see coming up is automatically going to be in continuity. No, but that's not what MCU. I mean. See, that, that's, that's not what I mean. So that's what I'm saying to you. Is saying, I agree with what you, you're saying. You think that what but, I mean is they incorporated... Now it's gonna pop up in the next no, movie. No, I'm not, not saying not that. I mean. I'm saying that they didn't move it in order to incorporate the storylines. They moved it to not compete. That's why they moved it. Well, no, I think they just, moved it to not, not compete. Think, I, I guess we would agree to disagree. I don't think so. I think that they also because they also did a lot of reshoots to the Dark. Phoenix. I knew he was about to say the reshoots. They did a lot of reshoots to New Mutants, and they did a lot you know of. You know they reshoot on every movie. They reshot on Justice League. Yes, I, still a I terrible movie. I get that, but how many times that times have we had this conversation and I was right? 
I'm not trying to be right about that all that. And it doesn't I'm just automatically saying, mean you're right on something because you've been right on something in the past. That's not an automatic. That's not. That's a stupid like uh, uh, rebuttal to to say. That doesn't make sense. You're sitting there saying, "Well, I've been right in the past." Well, you weren't. You. <laughs> well, you thought, I don't well, know what else. No, means. but you. You. You're the same you person didn't sit here that, and say that I will say this, and then we can move on to the next. I was you were the same one that said that they wouldn't put Wolverine in the first X Men movie because this particular storyline had nothing to do All with right, him. Whatever. But he was in it, and I said the only thing I said back then when we were having our debates was, well, I think they would at least show him because he's the most popular X Men character, and he made a cameo in the movie. Congratulations, uh, so, inter- so, internet so fan. There's not, who, so there's not one of the fan so theories can't, so you can't, came to be true. So you can't know this man the Oscar. So you, like, so, you, so you can't rule out the fact that 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 could be a possibility. That's all I'm. That's all that I'm saying. Out. I am saying we are saying two. We are saying we have two different theories on this. That's what I am saying. You are trying to prove that your theory is correct, and neither one of us can be right no, on not, it. No, I didn't. So say we that. have two different no, theories because you, you were shooting you my be- theory down. That's why I said that. Which is why I have. That's what. That's what meaning someone else having their opinion on something. They You're look at the other, the other person down. So I'm going to go ahead and and just say what once again, I'm going to explain your theory and mine. Your theory is that the movement of these, the the Dark Phoenix, the Gambit and the and the Deadpool movie is to move it around. It could be, could be, that's what a theory is. Don't don't. So your theory is that they're moving it around. With 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 the thought that Kevin Feige is going, I need to move these around in order to create a way for them to insert in directly and smoothly into the current MCU. I am on the other side of that, saying that no, based on the dates that they have, I think that they are moving them just based on the on business of not having business be affected by one another. I'm thinking that they they already did it before uh, with Deadpool. Deadpool wasn't supposed. Deadpool two wasn't supposed to come out when it came out, so they moved up. They made a whole marketing campaign and said Robert Downey Jr. has asked us to move Infinity War up by a week. No, in marketing, what they did is they moved it up by a week because they wanted to make sure that there was at least a two week buffer between Infinity War and Deadpool two for business reasons. I'm not saying Kevin Feige is automatically going to boot it. I also don't agree. That it makes I, I, I sense get, for them to automatically, in that, the next two years, in the next two years, these movies come out in the next two years. I also don't agree with the fact of them taking franchises that are fledgling franchises and dumping them into an already well-built universe. It doesn't. But, that's, but no one said they're going to do that. You just said that you believe that Kevin Feige is going to dump gonna, them into the universe. That they're that's connected. what you just said. It's the same thing as I saying they're said, connected. I said that they're slowly going to integrate them. That's what I'm saying. At some point, no, I didn't say right away. I, like I also said, Easter eggs. Didn't we? Didn't we already? Didn't we already? Know, don't we already know that they're going to slowly integrate them? So why are we mentioning that they're going to slowly integrate them? They're already going to slowly integrate them. We've gotten like several news news instances that said that they're going to be slowly integrated. So that's not news. That's not a theory. That's what they said. They literally put out and said Kevin Feige is going to be in charge of that division. Hey, those other uh, movies that you know from Fox, they're going to be in this universe. Well, that, that's not a well, guess. That, well, that connects with this. That's what I'm saying. You're that's, saying that the movement is well, because of that. Think, I like, don't agree that, no, that no, the no, movement not, is because of that. I'm saying like it's good for it is it is a normal thing for nerds to assume that that could be one I'm reason. I'm not saying after, what you're saying is wrong. I just don't agree with your theory. It's that simple. I don't agree with your theory. Your theory may be right. 
your theory may be wrong. Same thing with mine. It's just a theory. I'm not saying that it's wrong. I'm just saying I don't agree with it. I personally do not agree that they are moving these dates because they're trying to. This is a part of the integration. Well, I, don't you know, see I, that I say that because I say like, wait, well, nerds are gonna. You're about flop. to try to prove your point well, again. No, you well, no, 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 no. I'm not. No, we, I'm not. We move I'm not on. No, like, I'm not saying that. I'm saying like, it's it's kind of like what Kevin Smith says. Like, take my money. If they put out like if an X Men movie and a Gambit movie came out on the same weekend, we're still gonna be there and watch it in the but same week. For them, in terms of business, they don't want those two well, messing yeah, with they each don't, other. But they wouldn't know. Which is why, know. hey, guess what? Now, Alita Battle Angel is the one that has the um, v- Valentine's now, Day. Now that one, title. I don't know about that. But I don't. I feel like that one is is shaky just because they they've changed the date of that movie so long. Like that movie was supposed to come out like last year. Yeah, and they but keep moving I don't think you're around. really sold on the movie anyway, so you don't really well, care. Well, no, I think that that out. movie looks excellent, and I watch anything with Robert Rodriguez. How do you figure that? All right. Well. I'm like, did you know Robert Rodriguez made it? I'm looking at the same information you are. I'm, I'm like, sitting here looking. I'm like, yeah, I watch anything that he makes. I just think that what what gets me skeptical about that is when one movies is keep a, being when moved. they keep shifting it around. I understand and that. And it's been shifted around like more than three times. I get that. So I, Ronnie believes, as as we said, Ronnie believes that the movement is, and that's and that's okay. We are both speculating because we don't both don't work for Fox. We both could be wrong. Ronnie is speculating that they're moving it because this is going to be a part of the integration. I believe that they're moving it so that they don't that they don't for, compete for business for business reasons. reasons. It's it's easy. It's two which theories. Would make, which would also make sense. Actually, what's even better than us sitting here uh, discussing it? You guys from uh, hearing about this, you we want you to go onto our social medias or on uh, the the Ron Mar uh, on Twitter. Uh, Ronnie and Markel podcast on Instagram and Ronnie Markel podcast on Facebook and give us your opinion on this. We're actually going to post this on social media on Monday, uh, which is the day that you're hopefully listening yeah, to this. What or do after. you think that? What do you, think, do you think that Kevin Feige and all of them are up to with shifting around? You listen all these to these dates. two assholes. What do you think about it? But uh, with that said, uh, let's go ahead and move on to some other. Uh, well, since we were already on the subject of X Men. The Dark Phoenix trailer has recently dropped, uh, and I have a few, th- you know, things that I saw from the trailer. What's your thoughts on it before I go into mine? I, I guess yours are probably more positive, so yeah, I should go first. Which is mine I, is I watched the trailer and I was kind of like, meh. First and for- first and foremost, it stars the uh, Sansa from Games of Thrones, so I feel like I can't take her seriously as the Phoenix to begin so with. So you're telling me you can't actually look past the actress and see I look at her, else? I get her, and I right, get cool. the same feel of Christian Bell when he was in Terminator Salvation. When when Christian Bell was in Terminator Salvation and kept saying that he was John Connor, I kept telling, my brain kept telling me, no, that's your Christian Bell. So when I watched the X-Men, when I watched the last one, the X-Men Apocalypse, when I saw uh, Sophie Turner, I believe that's her real name, mm-hmm. when I saw her, I was like, no, that's Sansa from Game of Thrones. Well, I did not see that. And if so, for any of the fans out there like me who have not seen Game of Thrones, which hey, a shame if I haven't. Uh, <laughs> like all three of you, all three, yeah, <laughs> no, all I'm just the, the few that people who probably, I'm pretty probably. sure there's a lot of people who watch it, but I don't see her as that. Um, I personally am not sure about her as Jean Grey, but if you're this is the Jean Grey you're presenting to me, then I want. 
is was there so in looking at the trailer were there any sort of takeaways from it beyond sansa let's look at uh, x-men let's look at the the trailer actually that they no gave. and everyone's gonna cue the boo music but no i wasn't really moved by anything in this trailer i felt so i thought it was the x-men for movies? me i thought it was the same because i'm invested because any, any i'll tell you this right here anything that makes sequels that i've watched I'm invested. It could be like the most horrible franchise Justice League in too? Justice League. If they make a part two of Justice League, I'll be there because once once you've made a part one and I've seen it, I got to see it all the way through. I never care for the Twilight movies, but I went and I saw the first one. And I was like, there's more? Oh, God, I got to watch the rest of them. So it's the same thing here. I feel like for me, this is a typical X-Men trailer that they've been making for the last 10 plus years. I didn't really see anything that move me it's the first and, trailer and then for me i still have a bad taste in my mouth from x-men apocalypse because that one wasn't that great so i'm like okay i mean i'm still gonna see it of Nothing course wrong with that. I, but I, i'm like eh, for me just didn't do it please don't boo me too much out there i don't think anybody's booing you i think there are people just like myself who agree that we still feel some of the effects of x-men last stand as well as uh apocalypse because those are one certain franchise that weren't that great yeah it's kind of like star wars force awakens last jedi like loved force awakens last jedi yeah well i actually did kind of uh i was okay with uh last Jedi, but okay whatever um what is there was there any other takeaways you have from the trailer like remembering back to like scenes costumes anything for me no that's it all right so you completely ignored (laughs) all of the all of the all the comic book references and just said sansa's not no uh, no not just that but i said oh look it's the same x-men trailer that they give us every time they make a new x-men movie well i don't know i i disagree completely with that i think that normally here's how an x-men trailer goes someone says something really awesome like fate will only dawn us at the day and they normally have really good increasing music like and it drives well you were talking about you're talking about so many different trailers you can't just say x-men and they make the trailer in a way where it always drives us to almost the last scene that's like how they make X-Men trailers. So but that's like, also like uh, every other trailer out there. So you're basically gen- not true. You're generalizing. You're saying that all other trailers that build up like that all are other X-Men trailers. trailers don't do narrated right. voiceovers and all of that stuff. In time, you will really. They the fucking Super- Thanos. Super- so superhero tra- movies do that a lot, but not other other. Movies. Thank you. That's what I'm saying. That's what I'm. The point I'm trying to get at is that it's not just X Men, Ronnie. It's about all of the damn like movies like that. They all use that same. I fucking guess. Old- I feel like I. It, Wait, it'd was be, there? A, I'd be. It'd be easier for me to show you than to tell was, you. Was I there a like- voiceover? If if you guys uh, agree or disagree, definitely uh, go online, check check out the trailer, and then come back to us and let us know what you think. Uh, the things that I took away from it, since uh, I was trying to look at it from the like a comic book standpoint, clearly uh, I haven't seen anything in terms. Of, there's been there was so much in this goddamn trailer that I feel like you you let. I feel this is my own personal opinion, but I feel like you let your feelings about X Men blind you from all the things that they showed you that we've never gotten in any other X Men movie that they're actually attempting to bring to this goddamn movie. First and foremost. We got freaking. Uh, they showed us the new, the new, the new X Men post, uh, uh, new X Men costumes. Those are the ones from the from from uh, the new uh, the the new X Men series. That's what it's actually called, the new X Men, where they have like the little yellow X, the big yellow X across the top. So paying homage to the comic, they have those those outfits. 
uh, going to something else. Clearly, in the trailer, they're sitting at somebody's funeral with these umbrellas because that's a trope in many of these movies. With somehow, you know, it's always known that it's going to rain at a at a uh, a funeral, so yeah. we all have to bring these giant umbrellas and have conversations. And you know, all of that's that's a typical trope of of many movies. Uh, so I understand that. Um, the other thing that I, I noticed in here as well, it looks like. They're also retconning uh, Jean Grey's origin because there are some flashbacks. Oh, yeah, I was just going to say that. This movie literally just looks well, like, that's it's what I'm a, saying it's to you. A, like it's a prequel to Jean Grey. Well, I didn't. I don't think it's a prequel because if you look at this, it looks like she's about. If we compare it to the other universe, so in this particular, in the Mar- in the X Men universe, movie universe, we'll say there are two different universes. There's the Patrick Stewart and it's the James McAvoy. So in these two different universes, we've already seen. Uh, Ian McKellen and uh, Patrick Stewart meet Jean Grey as a young kid or whatever and talk to her parents and and have a moment where she made Stan Lee's water go up instead of being down and she like you know raised some cars into the air and made some things float or whatever in those movies so we've seen Jean Grey have a a conversation with a young uh, Professor X uh, alongside a young um, a young uh, Magneto or Eric uh, in this particular one, it seems like she has not had that conversation with Eric, but she's only had a conversation where Professor, Professor X has X. been trying to talk to her and actually figure out, like, you know, we need to control this girl because there's something in this girl that's really powerful. Yeah, she's powerful, a telepath. Yeah. There's something going on here, but we need to help control this girl because she's more powerful than she knows herself to be. So we have James McAvoy here with hair, obviously, because he's bald later. Maybe, uh, maybe, maybe it's a trailer. Maybe I need to see another trailer. Well, that's what I said. wasn't to, sold on this trailer. You need to dive into the but actual it wasn't, But trailer. it has nothing to do with just uh, Sophie Turner playing Jean Grey. It's like I watched this trailer and I'm like, okay, it just looks like, oh, we're going to get to know the story about uh, Jean Grey. Okay. The other, the other things that we, we saw here, too, is that, like, within her origin as well, if you remember from the old X-Men cartoon from the 90s, the na, 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 everybody knows that one from if you're a fan of comics. It's one of the best ones. Uh, it's one of the best ones of all time. But one of the best sagas that they ever had with the Phoenix was dealing with the Sheer Empire. Uh, Lalandra, which later becomes, like, a girlfriend or a little, like, you know, lady of uh, Professor X. You had the Guardian. You also had Scott Summer's dad, which doesn't show up in... This this particular trailer but there is a moment where the blackbird actually is going up into what looks like space and is stopped by the entity itself the phoenix in the other movies we haven't got the entity of the phoenix up in space there was no connection to space there was just this fiery demon thing that came and like winded up taking her over and she's going scott you know trying to you know get his help but actually she wound up just getting shanked by uh uh, logan Logan. in the last stand movie i guess maybe that too because i'm like you well you already gave me this entire franchise so i feel like well we gave you an x-men story that was not close to so so unless this one is going in a different direction for the future i guess that's why i'm just like eh you have to remember the fact that the X-Men The Last Stand, uh, not The Last Stand, wait, uh, Days of Future Past retconned this. This is my, my theory is that I think that, that that movie made the movies that we're watching that are technically prequels change the course kinda, of how they're going to get to those particular movies. Okay. So by the time we get to those movies, things will be very different. Because if you remember at the end of the X-Men uh, Days of Future Past, when Wolverine was looking around and talking to P- Patrick Stewart, 
he's like, there's a lot of things we need to talk about. And I'm like, oh, shit, this is a genius idea. They basically just retconned everything in their regular universe in order to make everything that they do in the first class universe seem like something new. And it's like, well, they're connected because he changed things in that time frame with Trask and it made it so that these things over here are totally different, which is why it looks like we're getting a different origin here. We also got something else very big in this. We get to see fucking Magneto building Genosha. Now, granted, Genosha was actually more so built on, on the moon, and that was his, like, place away from humans, and he actually built a goddamn society for him and other mutants. I'm like, that's a big deal to, like, to see uh, I mean, uh, Magneto maybe, actually maybe, building Genosha. Maybe it'll be a big deal to see in the... Let's see where they go with it, though. But that's what I'm saying is that there's, there were things in this trailer that... People, not not just you, but there were people who I, I know there are other people uh, that felt the same way where they were just like, man, this is all I got for <laughs> yeah, Dark Phoenix. Like, I'm, I'm not gonna say I'm I felt saying, like it was. And over that's the top. why uh, going all the way back to our wonderful interview with Alchemist was like, the X Men movies are okay. You said it many times, like, at and, least three three and, different times. Like I think maybe because like when I was younger, you know, it's like, oh man, this is great. But like when you get older and you really analyze these movies and you look at it, you're like, you become spoiled. I get it. Well, not just spoiled. It's just like you realize they're not as over the top. Marvel, can you give uh, me a little more? They're not like as over the top as you think. They're actually like kind of plain and simple. There's not too many twists and turns and tricks. They have a few. Why does it need to be a bunch of twists and turns and tricks? Just give me some of the storylines that I. A lot of these I don't movies. Know, I'm that little boy from the first Incredibles. I'm like, what are you waiting for? Something, I don't know. Something, something amazing. amazing. Like I just and I don't see it Listen, in this first trailer. Marvel's Marvel is not the only guy on the block who can do these particular movies. I mean, Fox when has I, been doing I, it before. I'll take have. it back to when I first saw the trailer for uh, Spider-Man: Homecoming. They sold me on nostalgia because I watched that and I was like, this is not just a Spider-Man movie, but this literally looks like a Ferris Bueller Breakfast Club type of movie that happens to star Spider-Man. I get it. I get don't we, we we can go into a whole podcast about how Marvel did it right. They did do it right. And I agree with them and I thank them. They're doing the Lord's work. That'll be say. coming soon, you guys. But at the same time, I think that just basing it on what we're talking about here and what we saw from this trailer, just talking about this trailer, we got enough stuff to me to go, okay, I kind of see where you're going with this in terms of, wait, you're telling me that I could actually, the first time I got to Phoenix, there was no connection to space here's at all. A, here's a great metaphor I just thought of. <laughs> you remember that old Looney Tunes cartoon with the little dog that was jumping around like, oh boy, oh boy. Remember this? And then the big dog is like, meh. That's me and you right now. Yeah, you're, you're like, like man, like there is stuff, <laughs> there is stuff that you can start to see, and I think it, it, it kind of boils down to, I I personally feel, and you may not agree with this. I know you're probably not going to. I think that when we looked at this trailer, it came from, and I'm gonna go ahead and be the comic snob. I think it came from the lack of your knowledge of 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 the X Men storylines, their big storylines, and 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 what they what they showed here. These things so meant he's nothing talking, to you. He's talking to all of us that didn't like it, guys. It's not, I'm not <laughs> saying that at all. And I'm gonna go ahead. I'm just gonna go ahead and be a comic snob for a second and say, I saw things that they clearly put out there that were obvious, but they weren't obvious if you don't if you're not like uh, a, not, a huge not fan just, of like the X Men. Not comic. just that. I just looked at the trailer and I'm like, didn't we get the same? Like if I watch. You're telling me if you watch the Apocalypse trailer, it doesn't have like the same kind of setup. It's like all the as we said before, the movie, it has a superhero. All the X-Men setup. movie trailers have that kind of same setup, and they say it's called continuity. And it's like, I guess 
it looks to me that the first time in a while they are actually like, uh, like right now i'm more excited to see shazam than i am dark phoenix i understand uh, they didn't really show you much they didn't show you the big spectacle anything like that i am appreciating to this move of this particular little thing from all of the the nice little clear clam out nods and x-men universe nods that they're making they didn't do the obvious like i'm gonna wear a t-shirt that says i'm from xavier university but what they did do is they pointed out stuff like oh hey remember uh magneto that character that like doesn't want to be and do anything with the fucking human beings he's going to go and like build his own world made of metal with a bunch of other x-men and make some acolytes and the brotherhood and all these other folk and he's going to become the big bad that you meet him as later on or even worse like closer to the comic books of him as opposed to ian mckellen who's like 90 years old when we meet him and i'm like (laughs) well clearly there's a lot of storyline i missed he's still a great actor and he did a great magneto but how many movies were we gonna get out of ian mckellen and doing that like i like my go fast and bender because i'm gonna get like 20 years of, of magneto stories you tell me you wouldn't you wouldn't watch a one one great series they had a long time ago and going back to comics with magneto he had a recent we solo left, we never left comics kind of well we up. never yeah we still i mean movies <laughs> no, and comics are still i mean there, like yeah. no like i told you when it comes to sequels i'm invested i didn't like apocalypse am i gonna go see dark phoenix yes am i gonna go see they're gonna get your money am i gonna go see any other thing they make yes, but I'm like for, for right now I'm like and eh. and let me clarify I am not that guy that's sitting in the theater like that's not why they did it in the comics no that's <laughs> not what I'm saying at all what I am saying is based on this trailer it looks I am saying thank you Fox whether Kevin Feige has something to do with this or not thank you Fox for actually going you know what I'm gonna I'm gonna just put this in here I'm gonna put this in here and I'm gonna put that in there and it's like no one's gonna notice that. And then uh, the, the people who made this are like, X-Men fans will. Yeah. So, like, X-Men fans will notice some of these things that are in there. Trust me, it's a lot of them are blatant. One of the disappointing things that I wish would have been here, uh, some of the, the more uh, things that... I don't like the fact... I understand that Jennifer Lawrence is a big star. This is my big gripe with this, with this particular trailer and this movie <laughs> and this particular first-class series. I don't like that Jennifer Lawrence is the fucking they're trying to make mystique kind of like a big deal here and i'm like mystique is a cool character but get the fuck out of the way and go (laughs) over there with the brotherhood i get that you're gonna have that like connection of like oh well she was once an x-men but now she's with the brotherhood because you see that monkey wrench thrown in yeah they're gonna focus on charles and her some more yeah they're gonna do that at some point they they haven't done that in the other x-men movies recently oh wait they have in all of them well, it, Mystique was on her side what, already. I mean, which kind of gets to my point about like giving us the same kind. This is not the it, same. You're gonna give us us. You're gonna give us a prequel to Jean Grey. You're gonna give us more. Wait, wa- why do you keep saying a prequel to Jean Grey? I mean, not a not a prequel. Am I using the wrong word? You're, this is not. Uh, this like, is, oh, origin. I meant. We're like, redoing I mean, her origin. I mean, not a prequel. We're gonna, I mean, we're gonna, re, gonna retcon her origin. Us a new origin but with is, Jean Grey. Okay, firstly, and, I don't think it's a new origin as a more so. It's a closer to the comics origin. That's what I think it yeah. is. Like, I'll give you another one of those like comic little nuggets. Hawkeye. Hawkeye when the event, Hawkeye was a bad guy uh, when when the Avengers first interacted with Hawkeye. They did a great job in Avengers One where they gave you a reason why Hawkeye was a bad guy in Avengers One. If you remember, what was he? What was his reason for being a bad guy in Avengers One? He was a bad guy. 
Yes, he, he a bad guy? Because oh, Loki you're talking hit him with the damn Loki pokey stick oh, and know, made him um, uh, you know, I'm a think, bad guy for you know, a second. I'm thinking about the first time we see Hawkeye. That's what I'm. I'm no, thinking not about the first when, time we see I'm him. I'm thinking about in Thor, the first time we in saw him. In continuity with like, the you comics, to, you want me to take him out? And they're like, no. They didn't make him a bad guy in that sense of like he was a bad guy the whole movie and then they changed him. They no, made I'm, him a bad I'm guy like with to, a reason, which I'm was like he was a mind. I'd like to explore that again too. Thinking about that, did he have something special in that arrow that he was gonna shoot at Thor? Cause I'm like, otherwise that that arrow. Well, he didn't have, know what he was. That, he just he was just a, that Chris arrow was just a, a, a blonde haired dude trying to pull a hammer. I'm just saying, like that arrow wouldn't have worked against Thor. He didn't know that. <laughs> if you shoot him with an arrow, I'm pretty sure it'll probably just bounce off. It probably would have stuck in him. You'd have pulled it out, jumped up and, there, and, and killed him. Like I, <laughs> yeah, I, so, I get so it. I'm like, unless you know, uh, Hawkeye though does a lot of times has special arrows. Unless he had some arrows that Nick Fury had from. Somewhere, you know. I think uh, with that said, I will the the other final um, trailer that we were gonna sort of break. We're gonna break down a little bit more so, and I will go ahead and say I understand everybody doesn't need to know the comics in order to like this stuff, which is what Marvel is so successful at that you don't have to read a single comic. You can watch the ten years of movies that they have and enjoy these characters just like I do or just like Ronnie does. And Ronnie does read the mainstream stuff. I actually think it's a lot more fun if you haven't read half of this stuff. Because you can do the opposite. You can go and see these movies, and then you can visit your local comic book shops or or digital platforms, and you can download and read this stuff and go, ah. And as ah. Ronnie says that, we realize that the little bug on the wall has just <laughs> flown away because it inputted that, I, that idea into his brain from Marvel <laughs> and DC because that's what they want you to do. That's the only reason well, that yeah. these business guys I got mean, into business was uh, coincidence. There was so many Venom comics in the last month or oh, so. Oh, really? And huh. Venom movie coming out next week. We had like four different ongoing series with Venom, where in the comics they're like, "Oh, you excited about that movie? Why don't you go go check out this story?" Well, it's like, oh, Venom's just. A- Wait, I was funny. I've, I've been around uh, some people who have seen the Venom poster and that, like they're not comics fan, and they go, "Oh, they making um, they making a movie." This was this was a funny one. Uh, the one guy was like, oh, they're making a, uh, a movie about the Black Spider-Man. And I'm like, well, technically, no. The Black Spider-Man is actually Miles Morales. But all right, I'm not going to correct you. It's okay. Like, it's, I understand what you're saying. You're just saying the dark suit. But I, I get what you're saying. But, like, he, that person didn't know that they're – and then I told him. He's like, there's a Black Spider-Man? I was like, we – we should go to the store. Let's just let's go take a look and see. Like, but people are, don't really recognize Venom as like that character. That's not There's associated with Spider-Man. A lot of people who like, if you're not in the know of the mainstream stuff, there probably aren't a lot of people that know that there's a Black Spider-Man. Oh yeah, of course. I would. I would say that's why I like. I didn't. We didn't. It wasn't a judgment. It was just. It was a funny joke. It was like a pun. Take because that it's further like, and know there's also a Black Superman. Whoa, whoa, hey, look, Ronnie, we can't talk about that here. We, 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 can, we can't say that there was another universe part of Superman that was actually uh, black. So we, gotcha. we, we gotcha. can't talk about that. Uh, but there was. So, Michael B. Jordan, we're rooting for you if you do get that shot. Um, anyway. All right, next up, we're talking about night school. So what do you think no about that? No goddamn night school. Oh, well, uh, did you see it yet? I did not see night school as of yet. I did not see it yet either. So but we can't it, talk it's on, about It's on that. my list to see it. But you know what I did see? Hellfest. Woo! Hey, I saw Hellfest, which uh, I like the concept. It's trash. I like it. Is, it was not complete trash. There's just like some elements in, elements in it that were could be called bullshit, but I like the movie. I for me, all right, it's basically a horror movie that takes place in an amusement park. 
think about it like like Great Adventures Fright Fest is the best way to describe it. But imagine someone dressed up trash at a <laughs> dressed up in a in a horror situation who's killing people for real. And that whole concept is scary, especially if, like, with Halloween right around the corner, and many people who are going to be doing that exact same thing in the next month, you know? Man, that almost so, sounds like something. Like, you mean someone dressing up in a mask and killing people on Halloween? In Halloween, but in a in an environment. Never heard of that. But in an environment, but here's the kicker. In an environment where you could kill someone literally right in front of hundreds of people, and they'll think that it's a prank. You mean like the beginning of Scream Two when one Jada Pinkett Smith died? Well, exactly. Okay. One of the first moments in the in the film, and I'll just give you this in case you haven't seen it yet. In the very beginning of the film, there's a girl who's walking running around with her other two girlfriends, and then our wonderful killer strikes, and he gets this girl cornered, and then there's other people around in the background, and he literally is standing there with a knife. And then she's like, no, no, you know, begging for her life or whatever, which was the first problem I had with the movie. But she's begging for her life. And then he shanks her, shanks her, shanks her, and he shanks her about like a couple times. She for, starts for those who are not aware, um, shanking means stabbing. stabbing. Okay. <laughs> so she's bleeding out and people around her are literally just standing there going, whoa. Special effects are Wait, awesome. did the movie start like that? Yeah, like that's the, the same mo- way Scream Two like, started. Like the movie, like no, well, no, not in. The, it didn't start in the same way. But like she got, so she got stabbed on stage and people that's cheered. That's not what I'm saying. It's a different. You're forgetting about it, it's a different setting. It takes place in an amusement park. So like, oh, wait, she, so people so are like, going someplace to be entertained so and they she, watch so, somebody die. So anyway, so she gets, <laughs> so she gets shanked and then she winds up getting hung and he hangs her body. With a bunch of other like they have like a bunch of dead corpses hanging up mm-hmm. and he literally hangs her and then like people walking by and her feet are kicking but people are just like whoa thinking man these special effects are great but i'm like yes that would definitely be an environment where you could like, i've never thought about it until like uh this movie was directed actually by um some of the marcus what's his name marcus stan standem might be saying that wrong he did another interesting movie that was uh, similar called The Collector. I thought this movie was very similar to a movie called The Collector, which was a movie about a guy who collects things, but like he went around like you know stabbing and killing people like in nightclubs and stuff. Hmm. Which I'm like, it's just another. It, so this guy like it's like a concept film where like. Uh, it makes me think about different atmospheres where you could actually kill someone and kind of like get away with it. A nightclub, a dark nightclub, loud music, hundreds of people dancing. I think it's a great high concept. I think. Would you recommend people to go and see it? Uh, because people are so easily scared in 2018. Yes, I'd say I'd say probably go when you can go if you can get a matinee show. And your rating. I gave this movie a six out of ten. Now okay. I would have easily given this movie a at least a seven out of ten, but I took a point off for the the fact that like the deaths, like I'm just thinking like it wasn't believable to me that if somebody was coming after you and trying to stab and kill you, that you would literally stand there and plead with this person, even in an atmosphere where you had plenty ample space to run away from them. 
Oh, I understand. I, I think that that movie uh, is definitely something to catch on Redbox, uh, at least from, from what you've described to me and what uh, the ratings on this well, are no, so far. I mean, there are some elements. I won't, I won't give away the ending, but the ending, I think, actually made up a little bit for a lot of elements in the movie. Right. But uh, but one thing, if you do decide to go see this film, one thing that you will remember is that's something you will remember when you see. That sound creepy even doing that. That's one of the little Jack in the Box songs uh, that you hear typically when you're. You typically hear that theme like a lot throughout this film. So, I mean, it was done by a lot of low budget people, but I mean, you know. Uh, I it what was, specific I, people do you know? Uh, not offhand. I don't think it was. It wasn't done by anybody big. Oh, I was trying to look it up. Uh, a guy named Seth M. Sherwood did this movie. Hmm. Yeah, Seth M. Sherwood. Well, with that said, uh, we have one other thing we're going to talk about just before we take it on home, which is a quick uh, little breakdown of the few teaser Break trailers that they. Doo, doo, doo. Anybody that anybody uh, loves DX knows exactly what little uh, crazy sound effect we just did there. Uh, but uh, with that said, the last thing we're going to talk about here is we're going to talk about the uh, tra- uh, season three of the Daredevil. Uh, it's been, it feels like it's been so long since we got uh, another season of Daredevil. We, have, I'm like so far behind. I still got to get caught up on the, on the second season. That's all right. I got to catch up on Game of Thrones. One day you'll do it just like me. Uh, but I think that they they dropped out uh, some very uh, some nice little hints to some of the storylines that they're gonna go with in season three of Daredevil. Seems that Matt Murdock is going uh, no longer he's gone savage. Yeah, it seems <laughs> like he's gone savage, like in Zootopia. But he's literally out there, just gonna go out there and punch the shit out of every criminal that's out there. Um, Dare, with- Daredevil went Eminem this time. Daredevil said. Punch the world in the fucking face. <laughs> That's what, it seems like he's embracing the dark. Now, what we don't see anything yet is if we remember the last time we've seen um, Daredevil. Spoilers a little bit for anybody who hasn't watched Defenders. But at the end of Defenders, uh, oh, wow. he gets... Wait, cr- wait. We got to give him a few seconds. Uh, three, two, one. Okay. You've been warned. Okay. And here we go. Spoilers. At the end of the Defender series on Netflix, uh, Daredevil is actually caught under uh, the rubble of uh, an avalanche. Uh, him and what's her name? Um, what is the, the, the girl's chick name? that played um, Alex, uh, <laughs> Alexa? Electra. Electra. Yeah, Electra. I'm like thinking of Alexa Bliss. No, uh, uh, Electra. They are both caught under the rubble and uh, basically kind of die in a very uh, romantic. Uh, Romantic comic or book. Do way. they both die? Well, yet we, to be seen. Well, we don't know where Electra is at this point, but we do know, and this would be the second time they brought her back because she was brought back after a season. Spoilers: after she dies in season two, um, but she she was there with him, and you know they got crushed under the rubble under the, after the Defenders and the building collapsed. At the end of Defenders, we see sort of a after the credits or right before the credit scene where Matt Murdock was somehow pulled out and is at a convent, which seems like he may be related back to his mom, who is like a nun character uh, in, in the series. Uh, we also see some other teaser trailers that have come out. There's been a few. There's one where he's sitting in the dark and it looks like he's at a confessionary booth and he's talking to someone and he's basically is telling uh, us, the audience and the, uh, the uh, p- uh, priest in the, in the booth uh, that he's basically going dark in this. He's like, he's tired of, you know, this Matt Murdock shit and his double life. He's just going to 
uh, go and be Daredevil, like twenty four seven. Basically, like Jason Bourne in the last movie. I know everything. Now he's in a way. It's more like he's like he's back. So we don't really know exactly where this takes place. Uh, I'm assuming it takes place right after Defenders, but we don't know the timeline yet. Uh, and then there's a little uh, trailer of uh, Vincent D'Onofrio and his like paying homage to the comics in his beautiful white suit and it looks like he is actually back in new york city and ready to take over new york city i swear am i the only one that sees that guy and wants to and wants to go doom 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 because he was on law and order Order. (laughs) he's uh yeah funny enough it's funny that they chose a cop a guy who used to be a cop for very many years on a show to be the opposite (laughs) <laughs> and, uh, to be a bad guy. To be a bad guy. And one not even a bad guy. Yeah, a criminal kingpin. <laughs> if anyone remembers back to his origin, please check that out on uh, on Daredevil season one. His his begin like how they introduce us to this character. All I'm gonna say is it involves a car door, and that's it. Oh, um, yes. But it looks like he's back in in New York City and ready to take his city back. Uh, I from all of the little teaser trails that they've put out. I think that this pays homage to a very, very famous uh, comic from Daredevil, which is uh, the Born Again, um, uh, the uh, Born Again arc that they had with him, uh, which is kind of funny. I said Jason Bourne. Jason Bourne, Born, Born Again. Uh, so I think that that saga, just not to ruin that, it's a great series. You should check it out. It's Daredevil two two seven through two thirty three. Uh, and that series is where uh, Karen Page actually becomes a drug addict and winds up selling Matt Murdock's identity to Kingpin for a hit. She said, yo, man, I'll suck you. <laughs> uh, you know what? Listen, I'll we, just give you his identity, man. I just need a small hit. We don't know if she's actually going to do that. And God forbid, I don't want to see a scene on Netflix and where Kingpin she's... Kingpin is like, what did you just say to me? And he's, then they had this, the next scene. He's up in his pants. He's like, okay. All right, cool. So it's Matt Murdock? Yeah, yeah. All right, all right, peace. Thanks so much. Thanks for the drugs. <laughs> well, you know, she might do something for her, but it seems like he's going to come back and not only – they're coming back in two different ways. It seems in its perfect contrast, I think. Kingpin is coming back to reclaim his city and ruin the life of Matt Murdock. Matt Murdock is saying, fuck Matt Murdock. I'm going to live my life and fuck Karen Page and all these other people. I'm going to live my life and save my city and my people down here in Hell's Kitchen. And I'm going to do it by being, you know, dark, which is basically a saga where the hero has kind of lost his way. And at the same time, uh, the, the, the life that he once had is going to be completely ruined. So while he's trying to sort of balance it out, he's going to have the kingpin, his greatest villain, return and fucking turn his life upside down you know one thing that i'm pretty sure many fans may not have realized this but i'm like you know daredevil aka matt murdoch never think about the fact that he could solve all his problems in one day which is like i got this kingpin guy man he's a fucking problem make a phone call hey yo luke you come over here to hell's kitchen for a second i need your help yeah could you snap that guy's neck snap and <laughs> credits. That would not have solved the end. And that's the end of Daredevil. That's the beautiful. Well, not okay. That particular villain, but I mean, like, you got a friend who's indestructible, 
But you're having problems with the Kingpin? Not necessarily a friend. They don't need until <laughs> I mean, defenders in this I, series. I know, but I'm just saying, like, at this point, okay, he knows him now. They've met. I mean, he's kind it's of a like, ninja himself, so he could just kill him. He could, but it'd be a lot easier for uh, Luke Cage to kill the Kingpin than it would be. But then he's going back Remember, to jail. Let's, let's take that fight uh, from the prison scene with uh, Punisher and, and Wilson Fisk. Let's insert Luke Cage into that fight instead. <laughs> and let's see if it would have went that long or, or um, that way. He would have threw one punch in, and he would have, when he headbutt Luke Cage, his head would have crushed in. And then he, and then he would have been like, and he could have went to Matt Murdock's office and be like, it's done, man. You owe me. Credits. Which is, which is interesting <laughs> because we, we do see in season two of Luke Cage that Luke Cage basically kind of agreed to be kind of a bad guy in order to save Harlem. Like, he's basically being the... He's taking over for Mariah, and like he's going to try and pull. If anybody's reading Kickass uh, with the series with uh, Patience, which I love, uh, she's basically got her own gang that she winded up beating the bad guy That's with. Right. But there's other like things. You should definitely gang. go read that series with uh, Mark Millar, um, and uh, was it Ramita? Yeah, Ramita. Yeah. Ramita. yeah. So. That is that is definitely a, another recommendation of comics. Like, I like that reminds me of a famous scene in the Terminator Two. You remember the scene where like uh, Arnold Schwarzenegger's character is like watching over John Connor, and then the guy and the guys think that these two guys think that he's like messing with the kid, and they come over, and then he calls they call John Connor a dipshit, <laughs> and he's like moi a dipshit. And then he and then he just tells the Terminator to beat them up, and he stands there. It's like that's literally what Matt Murdock could do. What he tried to do, he tried to kill the person. And that's what Luke, and that's literally what Matt Murdock could do with Luke Cage. Like, oh, okay, you want to try to take over the city, huh, Luke? But that would make him more (laughs) as much of a villain. That would be funny to see, though. Uh, and with that said, uh, I think that is the end of the news, sir. Uh, thank you so much for sticking with us throughout the entire episode. Uh, if you skipped around, I will find you. No, I'm kidding. Uh, thank we, you we for... Had a, we had a great debate today. We had a great debate. I won. Uh, I won. <laughs> no. Uh, I only let him win because he's special. So, uh, And I don't mean that in a special person kind of way. I mean that he's a little slow, so we have to take <laughs> some time with him. So if you see okay. him in person, you know, just make sure that you, you pat him on the head and say, you're a good okay. guy. And if you see Mark Yell in person, don't approach him because he doesn't take pictures or signs. So wow. He's an asshole. I'm just kidding. I'm just, I'm that just is kidding. not the truth at all. I will take a selfie in the bathroom. I don't care. In the bathroom? Sure. Well, that's a specific area yeah, let's so do it all right okay. no i'm kidding i'm totally uh but with that said uh this week coming up uh you, you're listening to this episode and as you listen to this episode you may be listening to this uh right before new york comic-con which is what's coming you know up this what? week comic-con uh, it is the launch so the official much. official launch of our next the week after comic-con would be the official launch of our um of our, our of brand our new YouTube, t-shirts of our brand new t-shirts no our uh, <laughs> new youtube show which we're going to be at new york comic-con getting tons of press tons of uh, games with people so if you see us there and you want to be a part of it and you hear it and you're at new york comic-con right now and you're listening to this and you're like holy shit tons of free merch tons of free merch 
Where can I find these guys? You can find us at New York Comic Con. We don't have a booth. Some of which we might even give away on the show for those who may not be lucky enough to get tickets or attend New York Comic Con because you might have work or whatever else or you just didn't have the money because it is expensive as shit. I agree. We are definitely going to have some merch that we're going to be giving out throughout the week. Some from some sponsors like DC Comics, Image Comics. Uh, They're not sponsors necessarily of the show, but they give us free shit to give to you, so we're not going to keep it. We're going to give it to you and not be selfish. Well, I might have to pick through the good stuff and see what I want for myself first. But I will be yeah, there to but monitor. Then we'll, but then, you know, we'll give you guys what's left. <laughs> well, with that said, uh, again, you can follow us on uh, SoundCloud, Apple Apple Music, Google Play, uh, TuneIn, Spotify, Spotify uh, a bunch of different... Uh, and you can also find us now uh, in the uh, Blurry. That's uh, B-L-U-R-B-Y. Uh, you can Google that. It is that's a kind of me without my glasses. It's a little blurry, blurry. in here. Uh, you can find us on there. It's a d- new directory that we just joined up with that's going to allow people who are out there who might want to sponsor the show or if you want to... Uh, you know, put an ad on the show so that our audience can hear about your products. Uh, we are definitely going to have space for that. So definitely check us out there. Uh, and with that said, I am Markel. And I am Ronnie. This has been episode number 58 of the Ronnie and Markel Make a Podcast. We are signing off the same way we always sign off, which is eat your vitamins and say your prayers. And I'm going to New York Comic Con, bitches. See you there.